Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Thursday, January 4, 2024. It's going to be a great day today. Johnny Enlow is with us. Normally he's on a Monday, but we have him today because of the holidays and scheduling. And I believe we have him back on Monday, but they'll have to tell me that. Um, I think we'll probably have him back Monday. Yes, she said so. <laughs> good, good, good. So uh, it's going to be great. Today, uh, his um, time with us is called Four Great Open Doors in 24. So one of the questions that was sent in to us the other day is, what 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 is the word that you have for 2024? I'd never had a chance to read that to him because he's coming in with this word for 2024. So going to be great. All right, we're going to run a quick spot about the well, so here we go. Every child deserves hope, an education, good health, a future. In Uganda, those things are stolen from children. One of those thieves is dirty water. In Uganda, some people only have access to muddied, filthy water. It is killing them but you can help save the future generations. Give a gift towards the drilling of clean water wells. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Oh, thank you so much for your help in uh, keeping these wells being dug every three days, a new freshwater well. I think it's more than more than every three days now. Uh, is, it, is it two days now? <laughs> I've said it so many times, it's already running together. We're doing 10 a month, so that's three days, yeah, every three days. But it's more than that because we're doing that many in just Uganda, but we're doing wells in, in 10, 11 countries altogether in Africa. So uh, it's, it's hard to keep up. And, you know, we've had this, uh, a small meeting today with the camera crews. We're going to hire, bring on another camera crew. Uh, these are like one-man crews that will come and do the stories, especially here in the United States. But we're leaving in February to go to Uganda. And the, the two, two of those camera crews are coming with us, basically two guys running this, running it together is the way that works. Uh, when there's a, a, a lot of equipment to carry, something like overseas, uh, that we're gonna bring you some great stories from overseas. Uh, it'll be fun to, to watch those uh, with them when they come back and have you see some of the, finally have us be there where we can witness and pump the wells ourselves and enjoy the water, the whole thing. So, all right, I think that's it. So it's time to bring in Johnny Enlow Unfiltered. Here we go. 13, 49 hours, declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Love that opening, Johnny. You know that it doesn't get old. We've run that for a long time now. At least it has to be over a year, right? What well, it is? It's however many weeks basically we're showing once I got on the Monday routine, which is 80 yeah. or 89 consecutive weeks. I was thinking the very same thing as I listened to it again. I was like, that is just as relevant. It is, isn't it? You know, we're almost there and and, in a different sort of a way, there have been so many reveals that every time we're at a reveal and sin is exposed, we are there in that proverbial way. So we've been there. So when you say we're almost there, we're almost to the next stage. 
and there's always so much. What do you think? I haven't, I didn't plan to ask this, but what did you think about what's what's coming to light about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and what who, the names that are associated with it coming to light? Well, it truly is very significant. And of course, if you follow, and I haven't, but I'm looking with interest now at Twitter, X, formerly Twitter, and you know, for the last several days, the trends, what dominates is everything to do with Epstein, the release. And so it's, it's funny because, not funny, but maybe four years ago, when I became aware and probably even saw an original list of most of those names. And my assumption was, wow, that's going to go, uh, you know, get out to the masses and the public really quick. But we saw then about two, three years later, it kind of circulate and, and we'll say do the next level. It's sort of like there's the, the patriots that have been there from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that are, the most impatient. When is this thing going to be over? And um, because we've been aware of, you know, the significance of Epstein Island, this is not an island of prostitution. This is an island of pedophilia. And in the island of pedophilia, we're now discovering, well, the world is now discovering, it literally is going to all, it's gone in quote mainstream, all nations of the world, all their main news channels, it's coming out that there was a program that was, whatever we call it, a process of blackmailing people in power. So your sports stars, your education stars, your Hollywood is mixed in with that and music industry, government, presidents, prime ministers that they, and again, the list that just came out yesterday, I think a couple hundred names uh, is just the beginning of the names, nor was it the only place where this is going on, but there is something cornerstone, keystone about Epstein Island. It is, it's this, this little place is what was used to blackmail all nations of the world and all in power. And it, people, it, I, hopefully they're beginning to understand those just awakening to, to this. I don't know if they realize the enormity of what's being exposed here is that you had a blackmail system that was used to bring under their control all power, all mountains, of all seven mountains of, yeah, power, yeah. of all nations. Now, you know why the World Health Organization and the CDC and all media will echo the same thing. It's not because there's a consensus of belief. We now see why they will all announce something as a plague when it's not, something as uh, more than it is. There's the fraudulent nature of of the COVID-19. There was a real part of it, but then the vaccine and the pushing of that and the masking, all kinds of things that never made sense before, but they got everybody to begin echoing uh, this together because all the key players, key players of Hollywood, key players of media, key players of government, sports stars have been compromised. And since we're on the topic, it's like, yeah. the con- again, for people to understand, this is not just the level of, oh, they're cheating on their mates. This is, people didn't go. As bad as that is, this is. That's like child's play compared to 
this, right? It's holiness compared to what we're talking about here because it's the progression. You have to almost assume, I won't say 100%, but even to be invited to come to Epstein Island, which is just, you know, the reporting everywhere uh, yesterday, stuff we were reporting already uh, years before, uh, Bill Clinton went there at least 50 something times, you know, as, as president. But it means you're already compromised in some level. They either, they've either already paid you off. They've either got some initial picture of, of you with somebody that would compromise you in some level. But then the way the system goes, it's very intentional, systematic, is they, mount, they must now catch you in pedophilia in order to actually control you because pedophilia is universally um, <clears throat> looked down on. You know, it's uh, like it should be not just. Well, right. I mean, we consider it like crimes against more, more like crimes against humanity than just uh, perversion or, you know, orgies or whatever you might word you might throw out there. Uh, that would never be blackmail. But when you're when you're doing it to children, you can blackmail that. Right. I mean, that's what they were. That's what they're doing. And then once you've been caught with that, once that rope is around your leg. They then they don't stop there. They make you then participate in their ritualistic parties. In uh, it's not just that they're sex orgies, but there are now sacrifices, and there are now uh, uh, you know these uh, and well these sacrifices are to Molech, to Baal, to Lucifer. They're, they actually you cannot back out because they have too much on you. And all the way into cannibalism. And again, pictures we've seen, they're going to come out. You probably saw them too, Steve, like four years ago, pictures that they got from, uh, you know, with the uh, NSA capabilities to, to view things in Epstein Island, there's children and there's, it looks like there could be cannibalism taking place. Wow. So it's stuff that, you know, hopefully it, it causes there to be um, the next level of uprising worldwide. Is like we cannot allow our lives to be run by evil pedophiles because they're they're not just sinners. This is not like church talking about sinners and being judgmental. No, this is stuff that is so beyond the pale of any kind of acceptance. It's evil to the tenth degree or the hundredth degree, tenth power. It's like so bad. And then you realize we have, uh, what is it, still hundreds or at least scores of, of individuals because of January 6th that have been in prison a couple of years with yeah. no rights. And we still have zero. Disinformation on Epstein has been out there. Like I said, just we've known it was those who are plugged into a different media for three or four years. And not a one, nobody is in prison. And they have their names and they know why they're there. And they actually have video. That will be the real shock for yeah. people. Not just that names are listed on flight logs, but there is other information forthcoming. Anyway. And, yeah, and when um, this is the, this is pretty much a fact, you see, if I'm saying this about right, when before Trump ever left office, long before he left office, he said, we have it all. We've caught them all. We, under, we have it all, we, you know, and he said it and said it and said it. And he's continued to say that by the time the election was stolen, 
Um, you know, most of us didn't know about what was coming, but Trump knew this was coming. Trump knew this day was coming because they, this this has been known. They could never have dumped it out on, on all the people at once because we would not have been able to take it or believe it or grasp it. We would have said, enough, I can't take this. Stop talking about this. We just would have. But it had to be trickled out, trickled out, trickled out. So we're what we're seeing is a scheduled trickle out. I mean, would you see it that way too? Would you have any? Yes, and I would have been, I was ready for there to be the full release of everything information, you know, back three, four, even five years ago. But it's clearly, this is the way you have to do it. First, because yeah. you have to have those that are full. Like I said, I think there is, there's been like three rounds of this going and this is the third round and it's finally gone mainstream. And, and um, you know, the, the positioning of Elon Musk in, in, in front of Twitter X uh, uh, is so key because it's become the dominant media. It's, it's getting it out. It's dominant media of the world outdoes everything else right now. And it was so key. That was a major part of the assignment. That's what people who are worried about the delay, but when's Trump going to be back? Trump being back without these other things being yeah. dealt with just puts us back to how if I don't know if people remember Trump's first four years are where he is fighting. They're creating artificial wars and false flags for him everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're trying to impeach him over and over. You got the BLM cities burning all across America. You have them starting the covid like he couldn't do all the good you think he could do when he's having to deal with all these other matters. And so there is a way for these other matters to be dealt. And they're being forced to the front, to the top. And yeah. we don't need Trump back in that position until the statement is being made to us. We have control of uh, enough of, of the game plan here by the good guys will say that they can no longer just pull these things off like they did before. Well, you know, and you talked about this time it's going to go mainstream. Yesterday there was a clip of Telegram channels. There's a lot of Patriot channels on Telegram. I'm there a lot, and there someone posted a video. It was done on camera, so she knew she was being taped. Uh, but I don't think it was probably live, but it was a newscaster. Not one that I recognized. It might have been a local market or one that I just didn't know because uh, I don't watch a lot of mainstream news anymore. But she... She was decrying the fact, and she says, I'm so PO'd, but she didn't say PO'd. She said, and she says, I had this story on Clinton. Oh. We, read, we had this story read, ready three or four years ago. Did you see that clip? Yes. Yeah. I mean, talk about that for a minute. You saw well, that. Well, it was a, yeah, Maine, was it CN, was it NBC or uh, CBS? It was one of their, we'll say, Maine, big, whatever, yeah. just practically in tears because, like, I've had the information on Epstein on the island and somebody pulled somebody above them, pulled, pulled the story. She wasn't able to get it out. So she was very, very uh, frustrated. And that's the thing. So now you have uh, whatever CBS, CNBC, uh, Fox, um, CNN, all talking about it as if they're looking down at these people. But this was all if if a few hundred thousand patriots had this information available yeah. to them three years ago, they had it and yeah. they absolutely refused to do anything with it. That means there has had to be some removal above them. They have been beheaded in ways because they would not, I say beheaded in the sense of 
whoever was at the top not allowing this is now forced um, to allow it. And you could say it's either because somebody different is at the top or they realize that the little credibility that remains among them is go once once X is releasing that information. And if they act yeah. like it's not now, they it's going to be I, I really believe you're going to have a competition to be the first one to report the next thing, because now it's in the open, which is what you were saying. It's going to go mainstream. And she was decrying the fact that now, before I ever got to air my story, everybody's got it. In other words, she was scooped by everything for a reporter. It's just frustrating. You know, she wasn't worried about the morality thing, at least in the interview. That wasn't her point. Um, she was talking about being scooped because yeah. first she was told, no, no, no. And then everybody gets to do it. But that means that the next things that are going to be revealed, they're the producers of these anchor women and men and women are going to go, yeah, go with it. We'll be the first to, you know, it's going to be a different story. Yeah. I mean, going forward. Yeah. Well, anyway. so here we are January 4th, 2024. And so what we want to do is kind of approach it as a little bit top of the year word. And in yeah. that Good. Uh, revisit a couple of things and then, uh, you know, remind what we've been saying. So we see the progression that we we're not changing tracks here. Um, it's just follow up next level. And then we do. There's like I feel like the Lord's given me four clear, great doors that are open this year. And and so we want to cover them and some details on them. There should be really encouraging for us. And um but we hope uh, just right up front, just wanted to mention a couple of things is, you know, I guess it was just when was it? It was just a few days ago um, that we did the program with Andrew as well, where we were talking about the uh, there's the book, but it's really a prayer, um, prayer, decree, agreement, yeah. initiative, dreams to save a nation. If you all didn't get that, I, what I, I we already know from Andrews that thousands of you did download, buy and download the um, the dreams to save a nation. There's 30 dreams and we're doing this initiative from January 1st through the end of January. Of course, you can keep doing it after that, but it's based on really clear dreams that Andrew, he shared some of them, uh, maybe a third, up to a third of them may have been sh uh, sh uh, shared already in some of the programs he's done with us or with you there, Steve. And, yeah. um, and so it's really, um, it's really that it's really a good season and time for that because you might struggle with unbelief at some of the goodness of the dreams. You'll say, if you didn't experience what's presently happening in these first few days of January, it tells you, oh my goodness, some next level uh, disclosure and accountability is taking place um, at, the, at this time. So I uh, want people to be, be aware of that. We didn't plan that. I don't think we have it in the links or anything else like that, but you can listen from last, last week. Speaking of that, um, I just have to mention it because the Lord, there's this phenomenon taking place that, uh, you know, it started, what is it, six, seven weeks ago where um, I blew a shofar and and I was telling people one of the things the Lord was going to do was begin to give gold teeth. Yeah. And, um, and so we've had this and we've shown pictures and we re reported on it. And I keep getting reports. I keep getting um, wow. testimonies sent to me that, you know, they decided to go listen to the program. They weren't even live. They, you know, I don't know if it was 81 and 83 or 82 and 84 at the end of it, blew the shofar. And then to their surprise, there's a gold tooth. 
And every single one of the reports, it's still, it's the back teeth. You know, it's the molars. It's the it's back. interesting. But I think there's a message there. That's something else going on behind the scenes around the world is we're going gold back. And, oh, and look at that. Oh, wow. So I believe that's one of the one of the one of the messages taking place there. And and I, I feel like without even fully understanding it beyond that, I have to tell people about that. And and um, I should have remembered. I think it was 81 and 83. Somebody might have it and uh, put it up if they remember the two uh, because it was two episodes that I blew the show far at the end and we just released the miracle to happen. And as long as it keeps happening, it makes me feel like the Lord wants us to stay on it in some way that he's also messaging. And the yeah. fact that it keeps being uh, the go back, you know, there's the go back messaging. But then for the people themselves, because what I'm here over and over is like I had a, a molar situation. I couldn't uh, I, I didn't have the finances for it. Yeah, no money for it. No. Yeah. yeah no resources. And so yeah. anytime we have clear evidence of supernatural intervention of God that is happening by, you know, there's no shenanigans there's just people we've showed you the pictures as well we could do more we don't want to do that every time but we just wanted to um take note of that again that the lord is supernaturally uh, uh with signs uh, blessing people and then probably speaking into a world economic thing uh, as well and, and by the way guys just throw this in uh i have not along the lines of what god's doing financially we have avoided, I have avoided talking about the upcoming Nisara that's coming. I've mentioned it with a word, but I've gotten so many blind stares for two or three years. I just, uh, it'll, they'll know when it comes. We're going to bring on a specialist in Nisara in a, in a week or two, uh, Dr. Uh, Scott Young. That's what he's doing in this hour is he's talking about that the fact that the IRS is going away, your mortgages are about to be forgiven, all kinds of stuff you're going to be refunded from taxes you paid into, and people are going, no, don't say that, Steve, don't get our hopes up. Well, then don't watch that program because it'll get your hopes up. But but just know any SARA, that's one of those things that the mainstream media wants you to believe is a conspiracy, that it's not going to happen. And just as the gold back is going to happen, gold back dollars again, and the SAR is coming along, and a bunch of you, if not all of you, are going to have your mortgages forgiven. So, okay, that, I just had to throw that in there. If, by the way, if you want to give me the dates on that and that other one that we set up, Julie, put that in the chat. And I'll, men I'll mention it later on those two new ones. Go ahead, Johnny. Well, yeah, there's Nisara and Jasara. One's a national, one's uh, a global. And the, there's, I say, clearly something going on behind the scenes globally already tied in. You just watch the rearranging of the world economic picture with the BRICS nation five more since January 1st, five more nations have joined BRIC. And so that's creating another power base, uh, economic power base, but it's yeah. tied into a whole new uh, quantum financial system brought in. And there's many things reported and we don't know. Uh, yeah, there's, you know, I think the things you're mentioning is, and this may be what uh, Dr. Scott Young will speak into is, you know, the, we'll say the original Nasara lists about 20 objectives or things that it would do immediately and they go into things that seem too good to be true some of them and it may or may not be that all of them are day one realities yeah it'll probably be transitioned into it by the way the date on that is doc, dr scott young with nasara january 19 also by the way january 16 eric my taxes is going to be my guest so it's going to be a 
breakout year all the more for us with profits and patriots it's going to be fun to have them uh, we found out that eric metaxas they somebody he's a really really well-known uh talk show host and uh we ran into him. my people did at the at the turning point program and they wanted to introduce themselves to from the booth we have an elijah streams booth and he said, now, where are you from? He goes, you know, you know, Steve Schultz, Elijah Stevens. He goes, oh, I know them. I watch you all the time. So, uh, you know, these are pretty cool things to learn that people that are very well known. So we got him on the show. We got him coming on. So it's going to be great. Anyway, back to you. That's that's fantastic. So what I want to do is um, we're going to get right into, again, the topic. Four great open doors in 2024. Awesome. If you've been listening to different prophetic voices. I think you recently just had Bobby Connor on there as right. well. Elizabeth, Elizabeth was telling me all about it. It was wonderful. And he was saying how it's year of the open doors. And then this supernatural thing that uh, happened uh, to him with his safe being that he couldn't open for six years. And the Lord said, oh, it's great. And he goes there and he just walks up to it, points at it, and it opens. And so <laughs> I think that's um, a, a wonderful uh, story. And then I'm seeing all kinds of other, um, prophetic words. And the reason it's this theme, repeat theme over and over, open doors, it's not just because prophetic people, prophets are copying each other. It's because you do the numbers um, uh, and the number eight, I mean, the number four in 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 Hebrew is associated with being uh, a door. And, and so we have, uh, you know, whether it's our calendar 2024 or the Hebraic calendar 5784, um, which began Rosh Hashanah, you know, September, October of, of last year. Um, these are the numbers of this year, and they always, they've always been known to carry uh, significance. And so even though the theme of, of open doors and open windows, particularly open doors, I suppose, is, is repeated fair, fairly often because we hit these, these numbers, um, that, that's why I asked the Lord kind of for the next level. I was like, well, just open doors. Uh, open doors speak of opportunities. And so um that's not that specific and so you know I, I began asking him to give me something more specific a little more teeth to it so it it carries more than just okay there's going to be um unusual opportunities this year that didn't exist before so we're going to we're going to try to um highlight that from from that standpoint but we want you to understand it has to do with the the numbers um of the hebraic numbers tied into the the, the hebraic calendar and so uh, 5784 and 2024, you have the four. They both end with the four. And um, and so the scripture I want to read um, up front is Psalms 24. It's a good psalm for the year. Um, if we follow, again, beginning of the year for the last four years at least, starting with there was Psalm 20 in 2020, Psalm 21 in 2021, Psalm 22 in 2022. And we spoke into that 20. And last year, we said the psalm of the year was uh, Psalm 23. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And we went through all the processes that beginning of the year. We we went through that. So I want to read. It's not we're going to go in depth on a whole lot of um, Psalm 24, but it's, it's just good to get uh, grounded in the scripture. And it is a scripture for us to revisit during the year. And the Lord will cause different parts of this chapter to come more alive. It's not that long uh, anyway, it's just 10 verses, but he'll cause different parts of this chapter to come alive. And so this kind of lays uh, the foundation. So I'm going to read 
out of Psalm 24. I'm going to just, I'm going to read the whole thing because it's not that long. Yeah, I may pause while we're going. All right. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and all and those who dwell therein. It's worth us stopping there for, for a moment and just getting that secured. The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. Can there be a more encompassing statement of his sovereignty and of his rights? There's people that sometimes think, well, only Jesus gave this to us through what he did on the cross. But no, this was, uh, you know, before Jesus even came, the earth is the Lord's, all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. Then in the most comprehensive way imaginable, it's letting us know that the earth is the Lord's. There was authority in his earth that was lost through sin, through Adam and Eve, but at no time did they lose the earth itself, the fullness and those who dwell therein. But even that was gained, and Jesus would say in Matthew 28, the end he said, called his disciples, all authority in heaven and earth is mine. He regained it. He paid the price on the cross. The blood price was not so this would take place, but blood price was to gain all even authority within that which was his by creator's rights. But the earth is the Lord's, all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. That's just something should do something for your spirit as we move ahead. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. anytime you feel like things are out of control and God's not in, not around and like, he, he must be scratching his head trying to figure out things. No, uh, that isn't. So we'll go to verse two. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. Again, those are just good verses to chew on, ruminate on. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. What does it mean to have clean hands? Speaks of innocence, purity of motivation, and a pure heart, integrity, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. Um, that means a lot more than what we're talking about today. We see that most everybody in power in the seven mountains and all nations has lifted up their soul to an idol. They have bowed to an idol. They have allowed themselves to be blackmailed to an idol um, in a direct way. It's amazing how it's Baal worship, um, sometimes directly said so as Baal. But mm-hmm. what dominates at the top of the mountains particularly governmentally in all nations of the world. What has dominated, has been dominating, it's on his way out, is in the process of, is part of the mafia that's being removed, is 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 back to 1 Kings 18, where Elijah takes on the prophets of Baal. Hmm. And it's like everything was being run by Baal. And so all the power had been turned over. And so there was a confrontation between Elijah, prophets of Baal. and. Um, I didn't even think it was going to be this widespread of an idea when I wrote in 2008, well, when the book came out, the Seven Mountain Prophecy uh, unveiling the Elijah Revolution I, I talked about. And so uh, it, it's about Elijah confronting Baal at the tops of the mountains. And that's literally what's going on. I thought it was a symbolic Baal, but it's literally the same Baal. And in, in different ways, it's been able to maintain itself hidden, but that is what's 
being confronted, what's being brought down, uh, you know, to remind again, perhaps for the 10th time, that was a word the Lord gave me. It's about six or seven years ago where I saw this vision, the Lord's hand going across the top of the seven mountains up seven mountains and just knocking yeah. the tops off. And I, I knew what that, that was. And, and I hear the Lord say, I'm removing the mafia. The word he used was the mafia from the top of the seven mountains. And, um, and then he said, I could have done this long time ago. He says, but I just now see my early risers. You're like the Gideon's 300. You're just now rising. And as you come up these mountains, you're being knocked off. And I could have done this long time ago, but you all were following such a distorted gospel, which is the gospel of escape, the yeah. gospel of uh, Jesus is returning any moment. So we just cede the planet to the enemy and Jesus is going to rescue us when it gets really, really bad. It's like if I had done this, if I had removed the mafia earlier, seven times worse would have come back because y'all weren't going to occupy. Oh, but, I see what you're saying. I was trying to think, why couldn't he knock it off? earlier than later but that principle is if you don't fill fill the empty body yes wow never thought of it that way wow. well and, and so steve if you see back to epstein what we're talking about this is not disconnected when we talk about removing the mafia the mafia of the world literally is the control concoction was formulated around epstein island and around bringing that's why the the number of flights that were taken there and what was taking place there and the place if you see the island particularly the pictures from several years ago it was done in a religious way you know it's it's a setup like a temple so everything they were doing yes they're blackmailing it seems very pragmatic practical blackmailing governments of the world and all the people of power of the world but it's done as a service to Baal, as a service to Molech. And so, so they were, you're saying on the island, people that are on the island controlling it were literal worshipers of Molech, which is another name for Baal. Is that another? Is, is, is Yes, it's one of the Baals is Molech. But if okay. they, if you just show the Epstein, um, what do we call it? The Epstein buildings, yeah. they, were, uh, they, they were set up as, temples and and so that's wow. that, that's the structure that'll begin to if for those who haven't seen that that'll begin to come out more and more uh in the in the, in the coming wow. days so um we want to see then um okay back to where back to where i was uh reading i was in verse five i think okay he, uh, and so he who has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn sworn deceitfully he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. This is a shift that's taking place for the body of Christ, Christ, not just seeking his hand, which means his provision, his help, but seeking intimacy to know mm. him, to feel what he feels, even for whatever's out of order here on planet Earth and begin to align, connect with him and be part of the solution, not just say, hey, come here and do it all for us. We want to work with you. Uh, we're made in your image. You've made us kings uh, and priests to our God. And so we're going to participate with you. And then verse seven, lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, 
course, it's only appropriate. This would be a chapter that speaks of gates and doors. Mm. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. So he's emphasized is mighty in battle. It's a way to think of him right now because it's battle time. You know, there's a time for everything, a time for peace, a time for war. It's war time. And the Lord is mighty in battle right now because there is a removing of a mafia that was blocking the advance of the kingdom of God on earth. The Lord mighty in battle, lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift up you everlasting doors again. And the king of glory will come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the king of glory. So let this be your foundational chapter for the year to revisit over and over, to be reminded the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all this people, and then what he's coming to do, and that he is looking for even sons and daughters that have become part of the doorway for him to come in with his glory, his presence, and do an amazing work among the nations of seeing himself exalted when he's exalted it says he draws all men uh to him so yeah i want to visit uh second chronicles 20 as well just one verse to remind people second chronicles 20 in the year 2020 can't believe this four years already we'll say prophetically uh, it just seemed every uh, every prophet every prophetic person was getting second chronicles 2020 2 Chronicles 20, 20 is a scripture that says, you know, believe the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. And I shared on it in the context of 2 Chronicles 20 was that a huge, massive army, uh, like all the enemies had, had uh, come together against Jehoshaphat. And it was so much so that even though he had a huge army, tells us his army had like near a million people. Whoa, wow. He didn't even try to go to war. He's just like, Lord, we can do nothing. This enemy. So it had to be the most massive uh, array of uh, the, you know, troops out there for him to just like not even think there's a way we can go to battle with them. And so he runs to the Lord, calls for fasting, praying and calls the people together. And it's in the midst of that. If they have the prophet that says this battle is the Lord's. You need to go to the battlefield. But this battle you're going to win in a different way. You got to go. And the praisers were sent ahead, uh, the worshipers, and they had to go to the battlefield. This is what he's telling us today as well. It's like, you got to go to the battlefield. You got to go carrying my name. You got to be worshipers. Um, but I understand this enemy is too big for you. And so I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to do a great thing. And so what ended up happening is, and what we have covered each of the last four years. So verse we then went to 2021 and 21 and about those who would praise the beauty of holiness that we went before the army. Then in 2022, we began to, we highlighted verse 22. When they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, and they were defeated. And then in chapter, in verse 23, it's where they begin to destroy themselves for the people of Ammon stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. When they had made an end of the inhabitants, uh, they helped. It says they helped destroy one another. Wow. We could see that beginning to happen as well in 2023, that they begin to destroy one another. But 2024 is very appropriate for us this year as well. We're still following as the Psalms 24 
Now the Second Chronicles 20, 24. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and there were their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. So it's Judah comes to a place overlooking the wilderness. Judah means praise. As you praise, you go. But I love that, uh, that last phrase, no one had escaped. So that was an alternative till the Lord made clear the way he wanted me to go. Uh, title for today's word was no one had escaped or no one escapes um, because there is a targeting of evil, a removing of the mafia. And it just in the same progression of we thought it was all in one time in 2020, but there's been 20 and then 21 and then 22. And there's been like a, a year perverse going going on. And there is a no one escapes. And so uh, for those who need to hear that as well, who are on the wrong side, no one escapes. And so this is what the Lord is doing when he targets certain level of evil and says the battle is the Lord's. It means he is intervening in a way that only he who is owner of the whole world. Yeah. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, those who dwell in it all there. So there's a sovereign word of God and work of God. And, and for those who misunderstand even the, the part of, because I, I get different letters and emails and things, and there was uh, someone who was misunderstanding even, uh, dreams to save a nation is like, oh, now we have to be this. We're responsible for saving our, our nation. We never said that even in the program. Yeah. We had it with Andrew. It's like, no, there's something he's doing, but we agree with it. Yeah. We cooperate with it. We share. That's the whole idea. Dreams to save a nation. There's a dream where the Lord shows what he's doing, and he asks us to agree with it, and he asks us to state it and decree it. Can so, you and can you clarify in the, the one the part that says no one escapes? Would that refer minimally even to the unsaved, or is this more about the wicked who are who are intentionally wicked towards God? Is that what it's talking about? No one escapes. It's specifically in the context the wicked who had come to war, and will say eliminate Jehoshaphat and eliminate Judah eliminate okay. God's people, the ones that targeted him, because everybody who showed up had the intention of shutting down God. Yeah. And so he's like, everyone who had the intention of shutting down God, no one had escaped of them. There was a time okay. they got away with it for a while. Uh, and we don't know what other city nations they went around doing, you know, damage to, mm. but they came to Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat turned to the Lord the prophet Jehaziel stood up and said, here's what the Lord says. This battle is his. But you do have, again, when the battle is the Lord's, it's the same thing. It doesn't mean when we say there is a part where we pray and decree that we're taking the whole weight of, of something on. Any more than the children of Israel, he said the battle is the Lord's. But he said, now tomorrow you shall go up, yeah, meet them, encounter them. So to go up and meet and encounter and declare against the enemy it you know it's not like it's the lord or us there's this participatory yeah. relationship we have in doing this yeah i mean that's so it's so key it's it's not our job to take it on but it's not our job to sit on our can either we need to show up and do all the things he says you know swords in hand right 
but got, you know, it's hard to explain the difference, but it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. And one, you act, you, you adapt an orphan mentality, yeah. an orphan spirit where nobody's going to help me. We're on our own. And, you know, even that's been some of the strategy from some of the Patriot leaders is to tell everybody you're on your own. Um, so you better do that and appeal to panic yeah. and an orphan mentality. And that's not what the Lord's saying, not what he's yeah. wanting. And so there is, yeah, wake up. The pain is for the awakening. Wake up. He does want us participating in uh, what in his rescue plan. When he says, I'm removing the mafia, he's obviously going to do it with us. Um, and so there's we don't go down the pathway of, well, what if we refuse to do so? It's like, just don't refuse to do so. If, yeah. if it's a day of deliverance, just participate with the day of yeah. deliverance. And there's yeah. going to be enough involved in this day of deliverance that uh, the Lord's purposes. Yeah, I mean, there is actually uh, almost a wickedness in not showing up, refusing to show up. Is that thing where where the master comes down and calls the servant evil, lazy uh, servant that just was afraid of him. So he buried the talent. You know, we could the talent is whatever he's given us to fight. So it's it's wickedness to God for us to refuse to show up on the battlefield. Right. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It wicked is it's it violates every every thinking process of our relationship with him and why he would make us kings and priests to our God. Yeah. Why the God of peace will crush Satan under our feet. I will build my ecclesia, my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against them. Yeah. If you just see what I call it off in the narrative, the whole biblical storyline around it is where he uses us. This is his, this is his great uh, storyline that he has openly declared before powers and principalities, before angels, before demons. Um, he's let them know, I'm going to use this fragile thing called humanity made in my image, and um, they are going to crush you. And so it's laughable, particularly the demonic realm, when they see us and how easily we can be manipulated and how weak we are, how prone to fear, how prone to division, yeah. how prone to everything else. And, and, but it speaks into the greatness of God. We think we're, you know, we're, we're showcasing greater faith by saying, no, only God can do it. No, it's greater faith to say, yeah, uh, the God of peace will crush Satan under our feet. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world because he wants to do this through us. It's him in and through us. It's his wisdom, his strength. The angels are sent in the process as well. But he's he is demanding um, for us to uh, stand up, be courageous, be counted. Jesus' first instruction to a crowd. First, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. I'm counting on you to do something with me. I have the presence. I have a power. Repent. The kingdom is here. And it has power to heal everything, but I want you working with me. And you're going to work with me. And he knows there's going to be those that respond, even if he had a relative handful. If he had 12 that really maintain uh, faithfulness in that particular environment that Jesus yeah. showed up to start with. And it was, you know, within a few years, it was said of them in the book of Acts, these are those that have turned the whole world upside down. And it wasn't just the 12. It was now he had reproduced 
through those who received the Holy Spirit and who received the message of the kingdom. These were those who turned the world upside down. And so it's his great pleasure, his great joy to have a great victory mm. through those weak sons and daughters made in his image who figure out how to cooperate, how to partner with God and the angels and bring about a great victory on earth. And so that's what we're in the process of mm. now. Mm. And so a lot of, and I'll just briefly refer to this as well, Steve, before we got to get, we want to get right into those four doors. Um, in Russia, uh, the Rosh Hashanah of last year, which again is uh, Hebraic calendar 5784, 5784. I spoke out of uh, Psalm 84 uh, relating uh, to that. That's another great chapter, you know, not much less. It's still relevant because we're still in 5784. We started the new year. On, on our calendar, but in the Hebraic calendar, we're still 5784. And that chapter had to do with, you know, it started out, how lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts, my yeah. soul longs, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart, my flesh cry out for the living God. Verse four, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. And that was our emphasis for that message. Those who are still praising him. You see how it ties into the second Chronicles victory as well. Those yeah. who are still praising him. Uh, blessed is the man whose strength is in you uh, as they pass through the valley of Baca or the valley of tears or the valley of trouble. They make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. And so it's, oh, God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. And, you know, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Uh, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Blessed is the man who trusts in you. So it's just good to solidify ourselves in the scripture and, and realize the relevance these two have. And either, again, the numbers connected to uh, the year we're in. Uh, and these are these are chapters that are really speaking yeah, in, in their essence about gates and doors, but they also speak specifically into being, as we read in, in Psalm 24, doors and gates that are being opened at this time. So let's get into those uh, four doors. And, and, and again, what is a door? A door is an opportunity. And, um, and this is the year, it's really not just of the door, but of the open door. And before we even get to this, we want to like um, acknowledge that reality. These are not just doors. They're not doors that you have to go knock on. They're not doors you have to go and wait to be opened. These are doors that are open. Mm. Uh, they don't need to be knocked on. They only need to be recognized and walked through. Probably good. Really good. Yeah. I bring this up again. So there's going to be um, one door is going to be an entrance door. One door is going to be an exit door. One door is going to be an access door. One door is going to be an exposed door. Mm. And, wow. and, and so uh, just think about being in a room. Or just like, just think of doors in general. There's like, you think of, okay, I'm looking for an open door. You think of the front door of something, a door is open, but there's also doors of escape. There's back doors, doors that you, where you need, um, you know, to get out of something. Yeah. And so and we're going to explain that better. So you're not, not confused uh, about it. Theoretically, if I have time, I should write this up as a word that we can put on the light list. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, um where you can follow the notes. People like to do that, but you can also listen to this again and write down the notes as, and 
you know, hit pause and write it down as, as you will. But there's going to be um, door number one, the entrance door is going to be connected to the economic, to economic matters. Mm, door number yeah. two, the exit uh, one is going to be tied into family matters. And we're going to get to that. And number three, the access door is going to be tied into spiritual matters. And number four, the expose uh, door is going to be tied tied into truth matters. And um, and so to put it another way, uh, door number one is going to be a good bit about the mountain of economy. Door number two, the mountain of family. Door number three, mountain of religion. Door number four, the mountain of education. And um, but they're front, back, up and side. So there's a front door, there's a back door, there's an up door and there's a side door. And, and so um, we'll try to uh, assist you in processing these and say them in enough ways that if you do take notes, you have some uh, uh, good take takeaways. But again, uh, so door number one, let's go through that for just a moment. This is the one that connects to wealth. And, and so this is a door for the year the Lord's saying is going to be open. This, it might be tied into what you brought up, Steve, Jasara and Nasara that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we know many believers, hundreds of thousands of believers know about it already yeah. and have positioned themselves and are hoping to be humanitarian beneficiaries to society uh, from it. Um, so but this door ties into career and, and ministry, like what you do, your, your nine to five world will say Monday through Friday, there is a door of favor, a door that he is having open, will be open this year. Not a door you have to knock and beg for. It'll be open. This is a year, the open door for that. And so you are to go in um, uh, with it. And, and the scriptures uh, a scripture that goes door door number one, Deuteronomy 8.18. <clears throat> I should have told that one too. But it is God that gives you the power to make wealth. and um, But it yeah. connects with Isaiah 61, where it says a spirit. We revisit that multiple times over the last year or two. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, has anointed me uh, to preach good news. But it's about setting the captives free. And then it talks about rebuilding ruined cities the generations that have been made desolate from multiple generations. <clears throat> so we've, when we've had our messages on the billionaire anointing and we had hundreds that received a very unique sign and wonder when we prayed and blew the shofar and said, listen, this is going to have to be clear. It's from God to you. And you're going to be like knocked out in the spirit, slain in the spirit. And then we had hundreds tell that that had happened to them. Well, this is connected to that. So 2024, at door, we'll say door number one is a door that's to advance you career ministry, and you want it just to be the one the Lord's doing. And so um, there is something about um, you know doors that the Lord has opened um, that your spirit has to operate in discernment as well. Your spirit has to inquire of the Lord wisdom. You don't want to be going into a some kind of trap door of the enemy. Um, in that. And you have to be aware that the enemy often is a champion at bringing the counterfeit right before the real. Yeah, that's true. Y'all know yeah. that. Or yeah, it's, it's so, uh, it's like an immutable law that he somehow will try to give his short circuit. Yeah. But the counterfeit becomes before the real, you know, it seems like 
for people that you're going to get this new job. And so a job offer comes and it seems like, and then it's not that, or I mean, it, there's multiple, multiple applications, but it, it is quite yeah. common for there to be uh, the counterfeit, the fake. And so you want to uh, not go on the first, uh, you know, the enemy is going to open different doors of his own or, you know, mirages. More well, like I mean, it's like, you know, pro- how many of us had a prophetic word of knowledge? Some will call us out and they'll say, God's bringing a real special relationship, let's say, to you and your spouse, and this is going to be helpful to you. Well, the enemy heard that, and he tries to send a corrupt individual masquerading, you know. 100%. Yeah, every time. People know it's like the Lord tells you personally, again, for single people, that, you know, the relationship's right around the corner, and so then you go for the next thing that shows up, and then it wasn't. I mean, people that are married 20, 30 years, you can often— Go back and realize right before you found who actually was the mate that God had designed for you, there was a a counterfeit that showed up right before and you thought the counterfeit was was it. So you don't have to go with the counterfeit, but you stop and you inquire of the Lord. You go ahead and don't run with the assumption. When you hear the year of the open doors, not every opportunity is his opportunity. So you you And it doesn't even mean, if I can say this, the counterfeit that he brings along— that doesn't even mean that person's going to be bad, evil. You know, it might be a very nice person, but it wasn't who God planned to send you. And it's therefore, just it's all. Yeah, it's just yeah. a mismatch. It's just not yeah. something. You're right. That's good to say it that way. Not consider that which failed as that demonizes that person yeah. in, that kind of, in that kind of way. So, um, okay. So let's go with door number two. And uh, this is another door being opened. I called it, you know, the first one was an entrance door. So this is like it's opening a whole new world to you. Uh, and the exit door is tied into family. It's a, a, a mountain of, of family reality. So this is, if you remember, this still connects with Isaiah uh, 61. It says, Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us. He's anointed us. But it's all about setting the captives free. There's this whole emphasis of the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord being upon us. And it's to set captives free. So even thinking through the grid of the mountain of family, people need to be set free from sickness, disease, um, you know, relationships that um, have have been bad in all kinds of ways. And so you've whether you've lost family members, uh, lost. I don't talk about people dying physically. I'm talking about you've lost them relationally. And so there's going to be doors. I want to make it make it very clear. So this is uh, this is about the Lord opening doors for, uh, and I'm just even here, just listening to how he's telling me even, even right now, <clears throat> we're broken relationships that have been broken for years and years and decades even, where he's going to open doors for those things to be um, rescued, for them to be uh, um, healed and restored. And so pay attention to that. And then there's going to be um, illnesses that have been upon some of you for months, years, maybe even decades, healing, a door of healing. So this door, if the door number one was a door of wealth or wealth opportunity, this is a door of health. And it's emotional health, relational health, family health. Uh, uh, and so that's the thing um, to, to be um, uh, looking for this year. So to help you remember, okay, number one, We'll say wealth, uh, number two, health. and and But I called it an exit door because when you need to be set free from something, 
If you've been diseased for a long time, that's like being in a prison and something that just requires you to have to watch over it all the time. It's a prison of sorts, you know, to to the degree, depending on how bad the sickness or illness is, is you're either more tied down or not, but God wants to set you free. And so there is a release even of angels associated with these doors to to help uh, set you free. And so that's why it's leaving something. It's leaving uh, restriction, sickness, disease, And and so it's an exit door. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Um, In that kind of way. Door number three, I said a door of access. This is about spiritual identity. And uh, if the first one was economic matters, if the second one's family matters, this is about spiritual matters. And... um, and so we want to look at the key person here as being Jesus. And really, all these doors will make better sense if you prioritize uh, Jesus. Revelation chapter 4, <clears throat> verse 1, talks about John said, I saw there was a door open and a voice that said, come up here. So a little bit of a play on words here, but I want you to think this is the most important door of, of the year, really, uh, is a door. A-D-O-R-E, A-D-O. A door is a door. The best way to find all the other doors if you're properly in adoration of who God is. And so you adore him, and that's how you strengthen your spiritual identity. Spiritual matters come into alignment, and he's the one that actually begins to give you the wisdom to recognize the other doors. Make sure you don't go off on a false door, counterfeit door somewhere. He assists you. So if you prioritize Again, even our scriptures, if we talk about Psalm 24, Psalm 84, um, we talk, they are still praising him and lift up your gates. Can I ask you a question about that, Adore? Um, Yeah. A year or two ago, God gave me a subtle, sort of a subtle difference between adoration and the other kinds of things, praise, worship. Do you have, uh, is there a tweak on what adore means or do you just mean that the same as worship and praise, or is there a, like what he showed me, at least at that time, was an adoration was this, what we might call, oh, it was more ooey gooey, I mean, oh, I, I love him so much, that's adoration, you know, worship is sometimes a sacrifice of praise, I don't know, what would you say about any of that? Well, there is, there are, there are little nuanced differences that you can go yeah. into between uh, <clears throat> worship and praise, and and just people in general will think of yeah praise is more simple you're given an adoration you know praise you might be lifting your hands and doing this way adoration might be yeah on your on your knees with some tears it's a yeah. little it, it's the woman who is anointing Jesus feet for with perfume yeah i think that's that's good cuz that'll help that helps me because that's what'll happen when tears come to me, I'm at that place. Yeah. It's different, but it can be, it can shift from 30 seconds of worship or praise to suddenly there's a switch and all of a sudden I'm in adoration and the tears are coming. Just, I mean, it helps me. Well, that's kinda... good Cause you go, they, they go in, they go, they go together. Yeah. And, um, and you don't want to have to get too technical with people. Some right. people are too technical with it and you just lose it all. And yeah. so you can just call it, praise but there's praise worship adoration just yeah it's one but there's a point where 
you're touching something deeper and being touched at a deeper place. And that's the adoration that creates a door for your, for spiritual matters, for your identity, for who you are, because, um, you know, I'll jump track here just for a minute on this third door, even something. And I know you know about it uh, too, too, Steve, is that, you know, even as we've observed the last several years of the Patriots. So the Patriots, what we call the Patriots, there's a lot of Christians. Most of them are Christians. Um, And so there is a lot of agreement on a lot of issues. You know, it's like, yo, they they're pro Trump, not just because they're brain dead Trumpists, but once you understand about this mafia, this pedophilia mafia that's ruling the world and you realize Trump's risking everything at his age and he's and the courage he's shown, there's a reason why the Trump dedication is more than uh, those who don't understand that uh, can can imagine. And it's because his courage and bravery to take that on. So we the Patriots are all agree on Trump. They're anti pedophilia, anti-control, anti-communism. But in the delay of the last two or three years, all of a sudden we've been exposed. There's a lot of envy and jealousy Mm. and and drunkenness and immorality. And so I've had even um, that's still rampant. And so that's just kind of a lower level. uh, It's a lower level corruption. It's not that Mm. high level, um, but it is something that's been that's been exposed. And, And so this is something you know, the Lord's going after this too. It's not just enough to be anti-pedophilia. And if, you, if you're one that because, and again, we'll say among the patriots, there, there, there's some infighting, attacking of each other. And some of it's just straight jealousy, envy. Uh, yeah. it's, it's arrogance, proud. You got big and then somebody else is kind of big. And so you got to take shots at them. And it's like, yeah. So, uh, so un- unnecessary. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, can we just pause that for just a minute? It's nasty out there right now. It's really Patriots. And I, that's almost a, 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 it's almost a revelation from the Lord that this is how close we are. Cause we're over the target. The enemy's throwing mud, getting us to throw mud, getting other people to throw mud at us. It's a mess right now. Um, and I, I almost take that as a sign as this thing is at the door. Uh, speaking of a different kind of a door, maybe, but yeah. Know, anyway, I don't know. No, well, and I, I wrote a couple things down related to that, so I think I'm going to state that right now. Go yeah. You're just saying what I'm saying. Yeah. And I wrote this thing. I says you can win the RV lottery. Those, there's those of you who know what I'm talking about. Have all your debts canceled. Have plenty for everything you dream of. You can get natural healing from the suppressed cures that now become available. But if your inner man. If your spirit man doesn't do basic things like embrace forgiveness, kindness, submission to Jesus. That's good. In the words of 1 Corinthians 13, you are nothing but a clanging symbol. So this hey, is. You know, could you just read that whole thing one more time? Now we know where you're going. Say it again, because that is so important. Say, so listen, you can win the RV lottery. Uh, we're calling it the lottery, though it's not a. Again, that applies for those who knows what it applies. You can have all your debts canceled because that's what's being praised about the Nasara thing. You can have plenty for everything you dream of. You can get natural healing from suppressed cures that are expected to come out. But if your inner man, your spirit man, doesn't do the basic things like embrace forgiveness, embrace kindness, embrace submission to Jesus, 
In the words of 1 Corinthians 13, you are nothing but a clanging symbol. And so we don't want to just rally around, well, there's people worse than us. We're not Epstein, therefore we're okay. If, if, if you're into envy, if you're into bitterness, if you're infighting, creating lawsuits unnecessarily, I'm not saying everybody who's involved in a lawsuit right now is wrong. Uh, sometimes you have to, to defend your name. But if, if you're part of one that's going into that, attacking someone, and you just forgot, you just kind of forgot what this is all about, that this yeah. is about the kingdom of God showing up on earth, um, that's stuff he's not happy with. You yeah. may not be a pedophile, but he's not happy with you. And he's not happy with those that are advancing unnecessary division, unnecessary strife, unnecessary fighting. And so we want to be, that's why we want this adoration. You want to be at Jesus' feet. And if you can't get at Jesus' feet and get tender, it's a sign you've gotten a little hard somewhere. Doesn't mean you do that every time, but you need to find that door because that's the key door for all your other doors. That's door number three. Uh, so those yeah. are good. good I mean, that, that's that thing where Jesus says, go to them, go learn this thing. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I mean, that is like, that's he, he really actually said what he means and means what he says. If, when given the two choices, God says, I'll take mercy from your heart any day over some sacrifice you're going to give me or do for me. He desires mercy, you know. And it's, I understand it's hard because this is unprecedented times. Like this has just never been time like this before. Yeah. There's, and it's exposure time. So, and in exposure time, what's easy then to, uh, it's easy to become the accuser. It's a key, uh, It's easy to become what the devil is, a slander and accuser. And and anybody that for just the slightest moment does something different than you, you feel free to slander and accuse. And you have to understand it's still just as big a violation uh, um, as it ever was in biblical times or or whatever. It's not uh, it's not okay uh, to do that just because we're in a season of exposure. But it, that that's we'll say the downside of the present environment we have, we are, we're aware God is exposing everything and he's exposing things in his church and he's exposing ministers. And we've only just begun again, 2024 before it's done. You've seen just yeah. what we've started and there's some other names. I won't go into them right now, but I, I expect we have not yet seen the list of the names from church and church charities that have made it to places like Epstein. Do there, they have, are there, are there church names that are going to be uh, from Epstein Island or? I don't know about Epstein Island, okay. um, but there's going to be names. I think there's going to be there too, yeah. honestly. There's a couple that I know too. And I'm wondering if that's what it is, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so it is tough when we're a season of, of exposure yeah. to, to maintain and maintain yourself and not just feel that it entitles us to um, think every opinion and thought we have towards everybody is correct. And yeah. that we can just, you know, we're just pulling out swords way too quick. And like there's forgetting, there's forgetting about, Hey, uh, again, a call to the Patriots and those, those involved in that world. It's like, listen, there's a big enough enemy where we don't need to be uh, uh, fighting over, did someone, I'm going to go ahead and speak into this. There's Everybody's calling everybody a grifter. Um, I say everybody's calling everybody a lot. Yeah, of that's out there right now. A bunch of people are just using it on each other. Yeah. Well, and, and, 
And it has to do with if anybody charges for anything. Well, here's the deal. This thing's gone on more than five years now. And you cannot be a primary voice and one who's doing Intel dig and everything else like that, spending hours a day and get no funds for it. That's and, right. That's and, right. And, you know, there's a flip side of it where you do only do things for money, but people do need to make a living. Um, yeah. You've been in, involved, in, you know, you see there's a bunch of the Anons had to quit because rather uh, over the over the years, and I believe they quit for economic reasons. They didn't really have a viable way to maintain themselves, and they yeah. did what they could, and they didn't get any, in quote, love offerings from people. And then if they would try to sell something, they get accused of being a grifter. So let's just stop some of that stuff, okay? We're, yeah, it's a difficult good. season, and, and we've got to particularly rally into some sort of unity. Those are on the same page. Once It's like if you know that Trump's a good guy and why he took on this mission, why he works with military white hats. And if you understand about Epstein and you knew about that and you knew about the pedophilia, again, there's in the Patriot community, they'll, they'll split and divide and attack each other over someone saying, you believe they're tunnels and that's just ridiculous. And so there's, uh, which I believe definitely, yeah, they're for sure tunnels, but there is yeah. a group that doesn't, that points fingers at anybody and, and there's separation over who's alive and who's not alive. It's like, forget about that. Do not yeah. signal somebody as a fake and a fraud just because they either may know something you don't yet know. And that's what I have to be. There's things that have sounded extremely foolish and impossible. And then almost the more foolish or impossible it seemed, the more evidence uh, has come out. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's true, too. And so we need to maintain enough humility. Boy, there has been lies. We've been lied to about everything. And unless you got an audible word from God that confirmed to you something, don't be too quick into mocking someone who's in, on your, in your tribe, so to speak. Yeah. Just they believe a little more uh, than what you or a little bit less than you do. So a, a call to reasonable unity, uh, oh, it, you know, not... Yeah, I mean, even though even the world has figured out that saying, it's just a saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So people that, that normally wouldn't get along decide to get along as a choice because they have a common enemy. We can, can we be at least that wise in the body of Christ and say, look, ah, we and I don't get along, but our enemy is the devil. Why don't we just get along and realize that, that you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's that we're not, you know, we are we paused and made some comments about even preachers. Like once a preacher, a minister, someone famous, uh, even if they were pro Trump and pro everything else, if they show predatorial behavior, I, I, I am one not willing to, uh, you know, put that under sweep that under the rug and say, Oh, let's just be one. And oh, no, no, no. If someone's involved in doing the very thing, because in some way it's the very thing of what's being removed, the mafia that's being removed yeah. is those who will take care, you know, take advantage of people. Like, but they do so much good. The mafia is loved throughout the neighborhoods uh, that they operate. Most neighborhoods because they do a lot of good. Mm. Uh, um, it's the little bit of non-good where they're like, okay, you know, we're a pain to 5% of the citizens, but we bless 95%. You're not allowed to do that. So you can't be a pastor and say, well, he does so much good to so many, you know, yeah. let him have a few uh, adulterous relationships yeah. and, and uh, take advantage of a few sheep and lied about. No, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. When we, even when we talk about stuff like this, we got to make sure we're covering those bases like you just did. Yeah, we're not saying sin's okay, so let's just all get along. 
no that. i mean we're not saying that you're not saying that no so but we, i mean what's one of the things that's going on is people were are throwing accusations in against each other and other people are just buying the accusations oh you're accusing him of that well then i'll get on your side and tell him he's with without proof of it that's that's where the no and, yeah, and that, just, that just has to stop there has to be awareness of who the enemy is number one yeah. is satan number two there is a mafia god is removing and so they become another level of enemy though we don't we wrestle not against flesh and blood but those who um, associate and work closely just say it straightforward if you're wondering what i'm saying human traffickers they yeah. are good enemies Okay, yeah. they're good to be considered enemies. And Absolutely. when it's at the scale that it is, that's what's going to astound everybody. We're, we're not talking about 100 human traffickers around the world. We're talking about something that takes anywhere from tens to hundreds of thousands of children uh, and more a year and, and does just the most uh, horrendous things to them beyond as if sexual violation wasn't enough there's things that we can't even talk about i mean know. there's without going into detail or naming it there's torture they're torturing and killing children i mean that'll do it well you don't need any more detail than that right no. it's like but that's the wickedness that's being revealed man and that's still this that is the priority of heaven i'm, I'm getting that even now to be reminded of that it's still about the children that thing i say at the entrance of every one of our programs is say the pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. It's for our children, the world's children. So this is the priority of heaven. He, in some ways, yeah, he is, in quote, overlooking some lesser uh, matters right now because that is just so high on the agenda of heaven. It's why he's got us participating in it. Yeah. This mafia is built on destroying children. The mafia that presently rules in government around the world and 70 to 90% of all congressmen and senators, probably of all nations on the planet have been blackmailed in this kind of way. The ruling mafia is a mafia that operates. Their blackmail is destroying children. And whether it's raping them, killing them or more, that's the, that, that is uh, the process of choice. And it just absolutely must stop. So, you know, for those who are listening, again, the patriots, don't don't let it get under your skin. Somebody doing something a little different, having made a comment about you on their post or or, or whatever else on, on lesser matters. Let's let's keep, uh, you know, it's like David is like, hey, let's keep Goliath. Who's Goliath in this picture? And it's not like get into little spats on the side on other yeah. things for what's going on. Yeah. Anyway. OK, let's yeah. go to door number four. So. We have wealth, health, spiritual, which is Jesus himself. And then number four, I call it, you know, expose. Uh, it's really a truth door. So there's wealth, health, spiritual identity, and truth. And this has to do, I put the mountain of education, and but it's uh, where the first one's economic matters, the second one's family matters, the third one's spiritual matters. This is about truth matters. And... Um, this is this is truly um, so huge all across the board. It's not just what's true. You know, we've addressed it on, okay, what's what's a reasonable biblical eschatology? And so there has been fake eschatology. We've already gone into addressing that in a bunch of programs. 
And so there's looking at it in, in the context of church and then within the church, people calling each other heretics or whatever for either uh, believing too much in the Holy Spirit and not enough in the Holy Spirit signs mm. and whatever else, you know, their whole thing on that. They even the, the troubles with Mike Bickle or, uh, you know, free open game hunting season against in quote NAR and um, national, you know, I, we, I can't still remember it's apostolic reformation something or not. Yeah, yeah, something new. I think it's called, I think they need new apostolic reformation. We, you and I have been labeled that. And I, when I started being labeled, I thought, what is that? And I Googled it. What is new apostolic reformation? And that had continued for a long time. I don't know if they're still doing it, but. They're but, still doing it. My daughter just found it. Some, did you oh, know, really? you criticize there's Mike Bickle and then you're, and you're a leader in, in, I still don't know what it means. I don't I even wish, know what it stands for. Yeah, uh, New Apostolic Reformation. I think when they included that, the the accusation with that is that that you we believe we're supposed to go into society and take over, not influence, take over, kick out. In other words, it's like almost like a violent overthrow. It sounds like to me. I don't know what they mean by that. That's, what they mean, but they almost what they do is that because if they throw me under the bus and and I make it very clear that it's not about dominion in that kind of way, it's about influence. Yeah, and I make it very clear it's about being salt and light. Yeah. I make it very clear it's going back to the original words of Jesus: "You are the salt of the earth. Yeah, you are the light of the world." That you can't just sit around and say Jesus is about to return, so we don't have to worry about anything. We don't say what J. Vernon McGee said: "Hey, why shine the brass on the Titanic? It's going to sink anyway." Oh, I so, see. <laughs> there's, you know, there's there's that and it's really that spirit that comes against us and so they're taking advantage of a of a, of a moment and make some connection uh with mike bickle and everybody who believes that we're supposed to bring his influence into society is now nar apparently oh so i see none of you are falling for whatever those who accuse of nar are you you can almost be assured check into who they are what their ministry is and you will see them not involved practically in anything that better society they yeah. are armchair critics critics who their entire hope is that they're going to get raptured real soon while they allow the world to go worse and worse and worse they won't participate in being salt they won't participate in being light and everybody who does they must cut them down they must tag them with something and Crazy. so that foolishness must stop. Yeah. By the way, right. so anyway, truth. <clears throat> so there's a door of truth. Now this is I call it a side door. You know, the front door was for wealth. Back doors, you get out of sickness, disease, um, uh, family things that have held you back, and and then the up door access. There's an open door going up. This side door is what's going to be thrown in our face all year long, and some of us have already known it. The Epstein revelation, what comes out in Twitter X and what other things that will this is going to come out in headline news, previous unknown history, lies revealed like we have unknown history. And there's many historical events that have taken place in our nation did not happen the way it's been said. And there was an there's an entirely different storyline around it. And so this this is a door that's going to be open this year. And you're going to have a choice to nah, that's too painful for me. Nah, I don't want to. See, I don't want to see it. I'm not going to go into that door. And but it's going to be open. So all four of these doors are open, and truth matters. And so it's not just truth on the right, you know, doctrinal matters, but truth about everything. Yeah, it's and like so what we're talking about. By the way, I got to tell you this, Johnny. 
uh, I, I was a Telegram channel that I, I don't even remember for which one it was, and it had a list a couple of days ago. It says, these are the truthers, the, the well-thought-of or the well-respected truthers in the United States or in the world. And so there's like 58 names on there, and about two-thirds of the way down, it says Johnny Enlow, Steve Schultz, or <laughs> we're part of the 20. So we're truthers. I never called myself a truther, but I'll take that. If truth I'll take means, that. Yeah, the cool. truth of the gospel and the truth of the exposing uh, the deep state. Yeah, I'll take that. Well, we know, again, those who've been following us for three or four years ago, the things that we're like, all right, man, I want, are they really like, they're saying that COVID is really not what they're telling us and that masks don't really help and that this vaccine's not really, and that there's supposedly this island three or four years ago, we were telling you that it's, you know, an orgy island and that there's pedophiles and that most of the leaders of the world are, have been blackmailed there. And I'm just remind you people that the Russian collusion is actually not true that, uh, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like everything, there's not one thing that Steve and I are having to repent about from what we talked to you about and told yeah. you was happening three or four years because right. it's been the truth. And it, you find out Big Pharma, the World Health Organization has nothing to do with health. It's about killing you. And all the agendas are about diminishing society. So CDC, World Health Organization, does that mean that all the people are involved? No, that's the whole way they hide. You have the one percenters at top carry the agenda and then they have decent people and different parts that are scratching their head as they try to advance and doing things. You know, they're either forced to or they they believe a lie that's been told yeah. by people above them. But there is uh, the, the lies that, they, they, you know, fluoride in water, for instance, is damages your brain. And so over the course of a whole lifetime, it'll reduce your uh, your IQ level from 15% to 40%, but we've been sold a, a, a bill of goods on that. It's it's a lie. It's a lie. Uh, the, the the drug, the pharmaceuticals, the very pharmaceuticals you check, check to lower your cholesterol actually starve your brain, leading cause for dementia. And wow. so wow. blood pressure medicines, cholesterol medicines are like two of the biggest sources of things that kill us. And the medicines, the cure, it's just like the vaccine was way worse for us than the COVID, and they've been doing this for forever. The chemtrails, yeah, they're not, you know, they showed up everywhere. They're not, uh, oh man, they believe that the, that these planes are actually releasing clouds of stuff. Like, you can watch it happening. Well, that's so weird is that uh, my entire life until about this year, last year, I thought, mm, there's not really chemtrails. I don't, that one is just like, surely they're not, because if they were spraying poison in the sky, Nobody would let them do. Somebody would stop them, but they're real. And someone had one on a video where they showed the the spigots that were built into the normal looking planes. Air, you know, the regular looking airplanes. So I think one was really big. It's a real deal, and there's so many people in on it. That's why you said you're gonna you're gonna. It's gonna be staggering when you realize the the actual massive numbers of people who are in on destroying society. So this fourth fourth door okay. is about exposing lies, and but it ties in with education because we haven't even talked much about it. But our education system is going to be one hundred percent overhauled. This is what has to happen. The mafia has infiltrated and filled us with lies, and they have people. Again, what will begin to come out more, more, and more is how the people will say at the top of the mountain of education have been blackmailed and compromised yeah. money yeah. has manipulated things. And so 
you're literally going into programming school. Mm. You send your kids into college, mm. wonder why they can't serve God anymore when they come out. They're like, well, the test was too great. Uh, no, it's being, uh, it's part of uh, being programmed um, into, uh, into a whole new, uh, it's not just woke, it's demonic way of, of thinking. Yeah. And they yeah. have the echoes coming from the other paid people that are in Hollywood, in government, people that have been compromised. So compromised people echo uh, other things so that those who come in just truly eager to know the truth in their own minds have no idea. And so they buy in to what their stars are saying. And from there, they they begin to be carriers of these same lies. And so lies in education and that goes into lies of history, because that's where a lying history has been being uh, sold to our our kids, and it's it starts from kindergarten stuff goes all the way up, yeah. and we're going to begin to see open doors confronting that open doors so that the rest of the population can wake up, so we can wake up. Yeah. And but it's, but when the doors open, recognize it. When the doors open, we got to walk through it. We got to like wow, that wasn't true either, and you got to be okay. Can't go into cognitive dissonance. You got to say that was that wasn't true either. So these are four doors that are open uh, this this year specifically. This is part of the, what the Lord and the Holy Spirit was laying upon me. That's why I'm being uh, uh, specific about. Can you them. clarify, Johnny? Are you are we all supposed to be looking for all four of the doors, or is there one or two that's us? What talk, can you just talk Look about for, that? For all door. Let me get the scripture for that last fourth one. Okay. Is uh, okay. John. John 8, 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Okay. Now, could add like an in-between, you shall know the truth and the truth will first depress you or the first trouble you, but then it will set you free because that's kind of the pain part. The pain yeah. for the awakening. awakening. Awakening is for your children. So these are doors um, that he is setting up, opening up before all of us. The Lord is. The Lord's doing this, doing this, orchestrating this. That's why when we say the year of the open doors, like we have to think this is something practical and real. So these are doors that he is opening and you can go through all four. I can't, if that was the question, Steve, I can't say, yes, you must go through each one of these doors. On the one hand, I'd say there's no reason not to go through all four. Okay. Of them. Well, that's good. That's a good answer. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. But um, look for them. That's yeah. when you know they're open doors, look for the open doors. They're not closed doors. They're open doors. So when you when you when you and you're going to hear the Holy Spirit, I'm I'm hearing this from him right now. Those who are sensitive to the Holy Spirit, those who will hang out with him, he will tell them. He'll remind them of this moment. Say, remember, Johnny was talking about the health door, or the wealth door, or the whatever one of these four doors: uh, economic matters, family matters, religious matters, truth matters. And he will tell you this is one of those doors right now so walk through it because that's the responsibility we have an open door does nothing if we either fear to go in there we stop and look and we're like i don't think so you have to go through open doors that becomes that's our responsibility if he opens the doors we must walk through them 
and there will be a benefit. There'll be something that we reap from going in these doors. Can you respond to this one about what we were just talking about, this last one about truth? There are people that are probably brand new to this list as of today and as of this week or this month. How aggressively do they seek to open that, go through that open door where they want to now show me more truth? Do they just wait till someone else tells them the next thing or should they pursue that? Like, I want to research these claims. What, what, what would you say? What's the spirit on that one? Well, I've just found that a heart that really wants truth. Um, <clears throat> it's amazing the things the Lord puts in front of you. Yeah. And <clears throat> anywhere from he puts them in front of you or you have a hunger to check it out. Truth seekers from the heart. You know, the scripture will talk about those who are blind from the heart. Blind from the heart. Because blindness is not because you haven't had it shown you. There's people, like you can see, there's all this stuff uh, even being reported on Epstein Island. And the people that hate Trump, there's like, I still, I don't care if his name not on there. I believe like they still, they like his name must be, they, they're going to hate him because they and hate you're him. You're saying this even among Christian believers, even among Christian believers? Probably. I, I mean, it's, it's Twitter. So I don't know who, yeah. who's on there, but people, you know, there's a reason they're called never Trumpers. They're yeah. just, they're going to, even if they discover, which is the evidence is being laid out before them. The only reason he has accepted this position and powerful position and nearing 80 years old, why he puts his life at risk, he's lost money doing this is because he's trying to make society better for the generation, his kids and his grandkids. And that he's found out that we're ruled, And he knows from decades back that we're being ruled by corrupt pedophile Luciferians. And he has decided that he's going to spend his life taking them out. And he's going to call them names and he's not going to be polite to them because he knows what they're actually doing. And, and so when he says stuff like Hillary should be in prison uh, and people, go, oh, man, that's just so low class. If you knew what Hillary was doing, you knew, you know, that's the least of, of what should be taking place. But I'm just saying back to uh, the way you're asking it, you find out that people who don't really want the truth. It doesn't matter if you stick it in front of them. I found that out in these days, just things that people close to me and whatever. They don't want the truth. They don't see it. You can put it in their face this, this far away. But if you are a truth seeker out there, you will begin to see things that confirm what we're telling you about. And of course, that's just the fact that they're listening to us now is probably 99.99% the reason why they are because they understand their spirit understands they're getting truth here, yeah. whether they, it doesn't mean in this truth, you still have to do your own research. Right. You have to trust the Lord. You have to see if these things be so, but you're aware that you're receiving truth. So that, that does um, become, uh, you know, I don't know if it answers your question enough, Steve, but it's like, that's, I'm not saying like, uh, you know, you got to go knock on every door and strive, but you got to say, Lord, I believe you will show me the truth and I am prepared to respond accordingly, whatever the truth yeah, is. I think that's really good. I mean, I just can think of people in my own life, but I mean, if what you just said, if whoever heard you say that and go, you know what, I do want to know what's true and I have been resistant and they say to themselves or to the Lord or both, Lord, okay. I'm not going to close my eyes anymore because it's hard to hear. If you, whatever you bring across my path that you want me to understand, 
I will look into it. I will, I will, you know, it's not, we're not saying accept everything blindly, just begin to look into these things to see if these things are true. Like the noble Bereans talks about in the book of Acts, they search the scriptures and, and in our, in this case, they search the scriptures and in our own um, Google, they Googled some of these things or they did other searches to see if these things be so, you know? So, no, it's it's truly it's amazing. I do, I go on all kinds of searches that seem to be initiated from the most random things. Yeah, there's a name, uh, you know, and so you, but you know, the Holy Spirit's guiding you in that way, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my goodness, what did I just discover? You know, and some of it's horrific. I just in the last couple of days, just um, looking at, um, at something it, it having to do with the human uh, trafficking. I'm gonna say her name. Fiona, and I had seen it four years ago, Fiona Barnett or Barrett from Australia, who was trafficked to pastors, presidents, leaders, and her life and her story. I mean, it's so brutal. It's just Mm. hard to listen to. And what she and her telling of seeing scores of human children, you know, sacrifices and everything. It's like um, it's stuff that makes you want to you know, go Check to car. Out, right? I know kind of, when I first heard it four or five years ago, I was like, this is just too much. And it was too much. But now I've just heard too many places. We've had people that watch, they're probably watching this program, people that have reached out to us that watch us here, Steve, that have been involved in being trafficked and can't get out of it. And, and, and I can't say uh, too much, but we know it's a real thing that's, that's, that's taken place. And so, but the Lord will put us on a, 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 a track for a different reason. You know, for me, it just gets me back to the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I, I, I'm not going to say anything to do with it. But yesterday morning, you know, they were like, this thing's not going to be released yet. These names, it's not coming out to February, till January 22. Right. And I watched something. I was like, Lord, we can't wait. I was like, that so must, you're the one that got that done with that because then, then all of a sudden it got released. I don't it, know, but it made me happen to blow your shofar at the same time. I didn't. I think <laughs> I said, Angels, if you're waiting for an assignment to go after, wow. I said, you do not allow us to be under the dominion of these pedophiles for any longer. Move this thing has to come out now, wow. and so you know, it just but it. The, the combination. There was a time in my life I would have doubted that that did anything. Not today, you know, because that was a sudden release after everyone was announcing that it was extended till January 22. All of a sudden, it, it just was, happened. Yeah, and if anything, all we expect is like, okay, that's one delay, and then the can's going to get kicked, and there's going to be another delay, and then there's another delay. And so, but I think part of, you know, some people to learn from that is like, if you get exposed to something, you see how the enemy is manipulating something. I think there is. There, there's a point where heaven does look like, okay, what does that, what does that cause? What if my image rises in you? If the Lord's looking at us, like, what does that do? I'm like, no, we can't allow this to keep going on. Uh, this, this must be exposed, even though it's just one piece of the puzzle of, yeah. of everything. And so it's all part of the process, but this is about the truth door, going through the truth door, being a person of truth, being committed to truth and, and stay in love while you're doing it. Cause that's the other thing we have the, the, you know, since you're for the truth, that means you can, you know, walk around with a machete and cut people up everywhere. No, 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 no. It's like you still must maintain. You got to be a kind person, a loving person, forgiving person. But you love truth and you understand who the enemy is. It's yeah. Satan and his demons. And then who he's operating with. 
will say the traffickers who are positioned in power and the ones that become so identified with the enemy because of the evil they have allowed themselves to become a part of, then they become the enemy in that kind of way. But um, these things, it's, it's, it's a tough season, no doubt, unprecedented, yeah. uh, the pressure on us. But Yeah. Well, the good news is, and I, you know, neither you or I, I don't think, set out to be announcers of all of this stuff for the last three years, whatever it's been. But it worked out. And, you know, one of the things I've learned over the years is whatever God is breathing on, just go with that and don't go what he's not breathing on. Just if this is where he's putting light on. And the one, the one thing, you know, those couple of people we used to have on and then they started saying help isn't on the way. You need to take action yourself. Well, in a funny sort of a way, we're doing that, too, because whatever action we weren't taking at that time, we've amplified that 10 or 20 times since then. And we're taking action. But we just also believe help is on the way. We believe both things. So, Steve, so good on that. And just uh, I know our time's up. The you know, on that is we really, uh, you know, the Lord, even today, I don't have the words in front of me right now. I was writing in some of my notes is that, you know, Christianity, we've we've been modeling a defective form of Christianity, a passive, you know, serve the Lord on Sunday. Possibly it's not even tithe because, uh, but that's been Christianity. Go to church on Sunday, tithe, and and hope for the rapture, and tell people about the rapture, and that's been our Christianity. Yeah. And he's like that. That's one that gives up on the world. That seeds, you know, the C E D E seeds the world to the enemy, and so now you're experiencing a world uh, run by demonic forces because you haven't challenged them at all and based on your doctrine based on your eschatology that's that's the reality that's why i keep hitting that over and over is yeah. as a church we haven't challenged them because we don't need to because jesus is about to return and so he's like no and, and so to those of you who are out there like this needs to be easy i want it to go there's no going back there is no going back to the old passive christianity we used to have we are going to participate with the ongoing deliverance of society and just get used to that. So it's going to be more discomfort and it's going to be in that kind of way. You're yeah. going to have to stay awake. You're going to have to stay on guard. Uh, you're going to have to stay. There's going to be the blessing, of the Lord, the help, and it's what we need to, but there's going to have to be that kind of resolve that like, when is this going to be, forget this, when it's going to be over. So I can go back to being a lazy Christian, no more lazy Christianity. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Johnny, go ahead. If you will pray for the people on our way out. This has been really rich today. So really good. And, and um, yeah, Lord, we just yeah. thank you for this new year here at January 4th, 2024, yeah. the year of the open doors. Lord, I just pray that there would be a unique grace upon all that are watching or listening right now to see, recognize these doors, to look for these doors, to go through these doors and experience the benefit of these doors, Lord, to be positioned as never before from that first door that looks after their ministry, career, uh, that looks to how they can be a light uh, Monday through Friday, nine to five world. More than that, Lord, we ask that you would release that door, that you would allow that to be clear before your sons and daughters, Lord. All these doors, the door of healing, let that be open. The door of restored relationships that's connected with that, Lord. Let that be open. Let it be clear to your sons and daughters. Let them recognize it. Let this be see, Let this be something that immediately we begin to hear uh, testimonials up so that faith will increase to continue to looking for uh, um, these good things that you have 
in mind in store. These doors are good things. They're opportunities. Yes, uh, even as Bobby Connor saw it, like this was like he had treasures and documents and, uh, and, and valuables, Lord, inside this door that wouldn't open yeah. for, for six years, Lord. We've been, we've been kind of like in a, in a war for six, six years, and it's been hard to open certain doors. And Lord, let these doors now become unlocked. Just as we approach them, get close to them, it, they suddenly both open. They open up, and, and I'm hearing from the Lord, just things that have been in long delays things that have been in five, six, seven-year delays, not just that, but those that come to my mind and spirit right now, they're suddenly going to open up and they're going to be, uh, uh, you're going to, these are some contracts and these are some, there's people, kingdom-minded people even connected to resources and opportunities. Uh, they feel like they've just been in delay after delay and after delay. Yes, and you just can't see the, uh, the, the, the fulfillment of what they saw. And so suddenly now, this, this is time. These doors are there. They're released for such a time as them. And the King of glory, we just ask and pray to you that you would come in with your glory, your presence, and mm -hmm. your power, that you would secure our hearts, first of all, as we turn to you, secure our spirits, release the peace to our hearts and minds and spirits. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that's in it, all its people, it's yours. And you're looking out particularly for uh, your children, Lord, across the planet. And we pray that your angels would be magnified, that they would be empowered, be strengthened, be released in greater number to accelerate, Lord, this cleansing process, this removal of this evil mafia that has been destroying millions upon millions upon millions for decades and even centuries, Lord. Let yeah. there be an acceleration right now, Lord, that would cause the end of this mafia. That which you yeah. showed, this removal of the mafia. Yeah, we'll still have to deal with our own flesh and envies and prides and things that we yeah. have, Lord. But this Luciferian mafia, let it be removed now, Lord. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, everyone look at Restore7.org. That's your website. Uh, it's right there. It's been there the whole time. But Johnny, any announcements before we say goodbye? Let me just tell you have? quickly on that. Restore7, just like Restore7.tv. Okay. Uh, we have courses and rise talks for That's each true. one of the mountains. There we go. Here we go. Um, and even in those rise talks and those courses, among other people, Danny Silk, many uh, you know, of, yeah. the Gormans having to do with marriage and family. Uh, there's, and these are all free downloads. And so there's a Restore 7 app that you can put on. Uh, there's a free download for the Restore 7 app on smart TV. And so these are practical ways. The reason you want to listen to them, because they're practical ways. You can show up as salt and light in society. This all ties in uh, uh, to that. And then the last thing, we have a RISE book that we've been telling you about and uh, Restore7.org, what you see right there. But each chapter uh, connected to what we're telling you in these doors, particularly that door number one, that door where you're called to be uh, advanced in your career and ministry. Each chapter has a section called uh, Reformer's Assignment on the Mountain of, and for all the mountains, and it lists practical ways to show up because we have to, we got to get out of no more lazy Christianity. But like yeah. Spirit said, say that one more time. No yeah. more lazy Christianity. We participate. We participate with his reformation, with his restoration of society. And we do have a resource that we want you to, uh, uh, to have that tells you what we can't tell you in a few minutes, in a minute right here. But that's, that's available uh, for you. Restore7.org, the Rise book, Reformers, Influencing Society Every Day. So thank you for letting me tell that. All right. Well, thank you very much, Johnny. Very, 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 very good today. 
I give our love to Elizabeth. All right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we do have, I'm going to take, we will record this this afternoon, but Nathan French will be with us in the morning, 11 o'clock Pacific. He always has good, fresh revelation from the Lord on what God's saying to the church right now. So God bless you all. Have a great day, everybody. And we will see you tomorrow at 11 Pacific. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.